and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here I will be talking about my own very unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. I'll be sharing with you how I'm on the no plan plan and how that's actually okay. Today we will be talking about identity. What exactly is that and can we change it? My hope is for you to listen today and to feel inspired to get out there, spread your wings and fly. There are many times in our lives where I think that we question our identity. Who are we? And who do we want to be? There are definitely certain times in our lives where we question these things. I really think that it's during big events in our lives. It definitely happens when one is graduating from high school. It's a big step to other things in life. It's a big step into adulthood. That also happens, I think, for a lot of people when they're graduating from college, when they're going to get married, when they're going to have children, whenever there's a big move, or also when we have some tragedies happen in our lives, when we lose loved ones, we question life and we question who we are and what we're doing with our lives. And for myself, I haven't had some of those milestone moments. I've definitely graduated high school. I graduated college. I almost got married, didn't quite get to the altar, but I have had some some moments where I have questioned who I am, what my identity is, how I identify myself in this world. And maybe because I'm not married and I don't have children, I tend to really think about a lot of these questions a lot. I'm not, you know, putting children to bed. I'm not going to bed with a spouse. So really, I don't have anything else to focus on other than what I'm doing with my life. So I definitely question my identity. And I think also because I am getting a little bit closer to 40 and I have other people questioning what I'm doing with my life. I question that a lot myself as well. So what is identity exactly? According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the first definition is the distinguishing character or personality of an individual, the relation established by psychological identification. The next definition is the condition of being the same with something described or asserted. The third is sameness of essential or generic character in different instances. Sameness in all that constitutes the objective reality of a thing, oneness. The fourth is an equation that is satisfied for all values of the symbol. So identity really is the distinguishing character or personality of an individual, of a person. And there, of course, are certain things that make up our identity that we can't change. For example, our ethnicity, our cultural background, our height, our eye color. There are certain things that just make us who we are, certain physical characteristics. And of course, like I said, ethnicity and things of that nature that we cannot change, that make us us and have a big influence on how we grow up, the things that we learn. I'm Mexican, of Mexican descent, so obviously the language, the food, some traditions are going to be different than somebody that was born in another part of the world that has a different ethnicity or cultural background. So those are certain things that make up a person's identity. Those are certain elements. But then there are other things that make up our identity. And again, I do question this a lot. There are things that I really identify myself as. 
I identify myself as a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a female, a human being. Uh, I am those things. And we also identify a lot of times or the majority of the time with things that we have achieved. So I'm a college graduate. I am a business owner. I'm an esthetician. I'm now a podcaster. And just like somebody that, you know, went to medical school, they identify with themselves as a doctor. That is their identity. The thing is, though, is that sometimes we let that identity take over. On the flip side of that, we also identify with things that we are not. For example, I'm not a girlfriend. I'm not a wife. I'm not a mother. But all of those other things that I mentioned, you know, like it's fact, right? I am those things. But does that really make me who I am? Does that really have an influence on my character? Do those truly make me me or are those just labels that we attach to ourselves to relate to the outside world? Because we live in a physical world, right? We live in a physical place. So we most definitely identify with these things. Going back to the doctor example. When you hear the word doctor, you probably think certain things in your head, right? You probably picture certain things. You probably picture a person. And the fact of the matter is because we do live in a male-dominated world, right? You probably think of a man. For the most part, we all do. And truth be told, I think of a man when I hear the word doctor over a female. It's sad truth, but it's true. But when we think of the word doctor... We usually think of a person in a white lab coat. Maybe you think of them with scrubs and a mask. Um, You think of them probably driving a specific type of car, living in a certain type of house. They carry themselves a certain way as opposed to if you hear the word artist, painter. You probably picture a different type of person in your head, just like if I say the word hippie or even vegan, you probably think of a specific type of person. We all put labels on each other and on ourselves, and that's how we identify in the world. And so where do we get these ideas from? We definitely get these ideas from society. We get them from our parents. We get them from TV, from our peers. It's all from the outside world. There's so much noise in the outside world. And all of these things that we identify with and the identity that we actually want to have and that we picture in our minds growing up does come from these sources. And so we all have an an identity that we have of ourselves and that we want to project out into the world. But one thing that I constantly question, and I would like for you to question yourself, is this identity that you have for yourself. Is it one that you want? Is it one that you've created? Or is it one that was created for you, that was put in your mind, and that you are just trying to play out because you feel that that's what you should be? I think that's a really important question because we definitely have an idea of what success is, what identity we should have. And again, this comes from especially parents and society, television, media, and we all want a certain, for the most part, want a certain identity. But the identity that you have or the one that you are trying to create, is that one that you truly want? Is that one that makes you feel good? And if the answer is that it's not one that you want and it's not one that you have in your heart and that feels good, how do you figure out what you want? How do you figure out what you should be? If you ask yourself this question and you are not who you want to be, it does put you in a position and I know it has put me in a position where I'm like, okay, um, who am I and what do I want to be? 
Not that there's anything wrong with the identity that I thought I should have, but it just wasn't true to me and what fulfills me and what makes me happy. And again, a lot of what I felt that I should be came from my upbringing and it came from what I saw as successful. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing bad about it. And parents always, for the most part, want what's best for their children. And they, you know, put their beliefs and morals and values and instill them and ideas and everything into their children. And of course, with best of intentions. But that doesn't mean that that child especially once they've grown up, that they're going to resonate with those ideas. And if you have taken on the identity that was instilled in you and you've done that and it doesn't feel true to you, then what do you do? How do you figure it out? And we might want to be something that we're not currently doing and we might want to pursue something else and change our identity. And there are, I think, a lot of difficulties in that. But I really want to help you maybe identify how you can, first of all, identify what you want to be and then how you can go about starting to make those changes. But one thing, though, that I do want to tell you is that a lot of people confuse inexperience with being unqualified. So let's just say if you want to change your career path because you don't identify, you're not happy with what you're doing, a lot of people say, oh, I'm too inexperienced. I don't have this or that or I'm unqualified, actually. I'm unqualified because I don't have this education or that education. That's okay because you can always gain experience. And that is something that I really want to encourage all of you guys to do. One of the things that we do need to do is get tactical. We need to try things because if you don't know what you want to be, how are you going to actually take steps? So you have to start doing some self-discovery. And we are going to talk about that when we come back from break. Hey, everybody. This is Panchito and Mike. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Today we are talking about identity and how we can actually change our identity. That is something that a lot of people don't realize. We actually get to choose who we want to be. I think a lot of people have the belief that if they are told something that they should be this one way or do that one thing or have this certain career or have a specific type of life, that that's what they have to do because that is quote unquote the right thing to do. But the truth is, is that if you aren't happy with who you are as a person or what you are doing with your life career wise or where you're living or any of the things that you might identify with, You can change that. We all have the power to choose who we are and choose where we want to be in life. It's we we don't live in a world where we are powerless and we are not in circumstances where we are powerless. A lot of people also fall into the idea that, well, because of my past, because of how I grew up or because I come from this background or whatever. There are so many things that people will sometimes identify so strongly with that they will let that stop them from changing their lives. And yes, the past forms us. We can't undo the past. And some people do have some past trauma, but you don't have to take that with you, nor does it have to control you. 
What you can do is take pieces of that past, whether it's trauma or not, and learn from it and have it actually be a driving force and have it help you grow. We definitely can't change the past, but we can definitely construct our lives. We can definitely make our own identity and do not have to stick with the identity that we have now. For example, I identify with being a esthetician and a podcaster and a business owner. But if tomorrow I decide that I want to pursue something completely different, I can and I can change my identity. And right now I'm speaking about career paths, but this is across the board. You don't have to be who you are now if you don't want to be. You can definitely change that. Earlier I mentioned that if you don't know what you want to be, but you do want to change your identity, that you do need to get tactical and be proactive. And one of the best ways is to try new things. Get out there, take a bunch of online courses, try playing the piano, try learning a new skill. The only way you will really figure out what you like to do and how you want to change and who you want to be is by trying new things. It sounds a little crazy, but really get out there and immerse yourself in so much that you are just so busy and you will figure out what you like and what you don't like. And also, the things that make you lose track of time, the things that make you just be in the zone, those are big hints. So listen to that. Really pay attention to how it makes you feel and go with that. So far, I have spoken mostly about career type of changes, but when it comes to your identity, of course it goes beyond that. It's your ideas, uh, how you carry yourself, what you do, your social circle, all of that also forms part of your identity. And if you want to create something different for yourself, you can. I want to refer to an article on psychologytoday.com. It's called Changing Your Self-Identity, and it's by a woman named Lisa Firestone, and she is a, uh, has a PhD. And these are five powerful actions that we can take to challenge our negative self-perception. Because most people that are not happy with their identity, they are seeing themselves in a negative light, so we do need to change that. So the first tip is to stand up to your own critical inner voice. One technique for shifting this distorted self-concept is using the steps in voice therapy. So with voice therapy, you first identify some of the destructive things that we tell ourselves that can be very limiting, such as, oh, you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, you're too old, you're too young, you're not smart enough, you're not educated enough, these sorts of things. You identify these things and then you alter them. So you pretty much tell yourself the opposite. For many of you that are familiar with affirmations, that's pretty much what you're doing. You're taking the negative statements and turning them into a positive and you pretty much tell them to yourself. You, you need to start believing that you are capable of anything that you want to do. Number two is to cultivate an inner companion. We can strengthen our real sense of self by adopting a kind attitude toward ourselves. The more inquisitive, patient, and open we can be toward ourselves and who we are, the more we can grow and change to become who we seek to be. This process isn't about coddling ourselves or building ourselves up, but having a friendly attitude. We should always aim to regard ourselves the way we would a good friend. We can treat ourselves as we do them, as we are willing to see their flaws and shortcomings while believing in who they are, as well as who they can become. In the same way that we're curious about their story and how they came to be that way, we can be curious about ourselves. In the same way that we're to root for and support them when they face challenges, we can be compassionate and optimistic about ourselves as we seek to achieve our own goals. Number three is create a family of choice. 
It's important to choose to be around people who have a positive orientation toward themselves and us. I think this is incredibly important. I've said this before in other podcasts, and so many people have said this, that you are like the five people that you are around the most. And it is important to be selective with who we choose to spend our time. If, for example, you grew up in a home where your parents were incredibly judgmental of certain people or they were manipulative um, in some way and you are like that and that is part of your identity and you want to change, then you need to choose to be around people that are not judgmental, people that are open-minded, people that are kind, people that are not manipulative. You need to be around people that are the way that you want to be. If you want to become a real estate agent, for example, then you should hang out with real estate agents, right? You don't, if you want to become a real estate agent, it's counterproductive to hang out with a bunch of people that do something completely different. You need to surround yourself with people that are where you want to be. And that is going to help you get to where you want to be and be who you want to be. So that family that you're choosing and creating is really essential in creating the identity that you want for yourself. Number four is be adult and realize you have power. At any point, we can make changes that reshape our identity. Realizing our personal power is a liberating process, but certainly not one that's free of anxiety. When we challenge our negative sense of identity, we can expect a degree of backlash and resistance. Our critical inner voice will usually get louder at first. We may feel very uncomfortable and compelled to retreat into an old shell. I completely agree with this. We do have the power to make any of the changes that we want and we do have to take responsibility. That means seeing the shortcomings. It means changing them and doing our best to become better. Everything is in our hands. It truly is as far as creating our identity. And number five is don't be afraid to seek meaning. To become our true selves, we have to continually ask ourselves, who am I really and what lights me up? We have to be willing to call into question what we assimilated from our early environment that may not reflect who we are and what makes life meaningful to us. What pressures do I feel from my early life that shaped my choices and what really matters to me now? Do I need this degree to prove to my family that I'm worthy? Or am I interested in this subject? Do I want to be on my own? Or am I afraid to venture out and fall in love? Questions like these aren't about being selfish or only focusing on our happiness. They're about seeking our own sense of meaning. Recent studies have shown that seeking meaning as opposed to happiness actually leads to deeper, long-term well-being. Asking ourselves what matters to us isn't something we should shy away from or fear. It's when we seek the things that make us feel the most fulfilled that we have the most to offer the world around us. And it's these pursuits that allow us to reclaim our sense of who we are. I believe that this is incredibly important. We do need to seek meaning and really evaluate what we're doing and why we are doing it. Are we doing this one thing? Are we working at this job or pursuing this degree or pursuing this business because we truly want to do it or because we feel that somebody else wants us to do it or we feel some sort of exterior pressure and because it's going to further solidify the identity that we think that we should have. And if the answer is that you are not doing it for yourself, then you do need to question it and ask yourself, okay, is this identity really one that I want to have? And then take the necessary steps to create the identity that you do want. And again, I really want to reiterate that we all have the power to create the life that we want. We are not stuck 
And sometimes it feels like we are. We feel like we have to be doing what we're doing. We have to have this specific identity. But the fact of the matter is that we don't. We all have the power to change and to create the life that fulfills us most. And when we are fulfilled, we are our best versions of ourselves and can be at our best to serve others as well. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind. I hope you took something positive away from listening. I would also love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you, and you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco, that's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Our final quote comes from Afnan Amar Mia. Our identity has already been chosen for us, but it is up to us to accept it or fight and change it. I really hope that you think about this quote and take it to heart and live your best life. I also hope that you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind. And until next time, stay blessed and be positive.